that's right. It's Comic Thoughts. Now, we are joined with an amazing guest. But before we get to him, we've got to introduce the regular Rugrats. We've got Tommy. I mean, uh, I guess Tommy, but we'll call him Connor for this episode. We've got Lil and Phil in one person, but guess what? It's actually Ashraf. I am Lil and Phil. <laughs> yeah. For some Why is Connor the main character? Look, I've decided he is for this episode, and I am uh, well, Chucky, I guess. You know, naturally, I've got a bit no, of ginger things. Gretchen, so, yeah. you're the sister. Oh, okay, fine. I'll, I'll take Gretchen. Sam Cripps, that's me. And of course, you know what? We've got the guy that writes the show, the man that is the master of Nickelodeon. We have Chris Lennon <laughs> joining us for this episode. Thank yeah, you very much for joining us, Chris. Weirdest fucking intro we've had. <laughs> hey, I don't know why. I actually didn't script any of that. I did that off the top yeah. of my head. So I don't know why Rugrats came in. Thinking my, about Rugrats. Uh, um, for you audio listeners, Sam is like 16 beers in or some, some shit like that. <laughs> okay, uh, just to clarify, I had a rough day at work. I've had a fair few sippies on the old JDs and I do have a beer for when that runs out because tomorrow's going to be stressful at work as well. There's a lot going on, so I figure I better go in a little bit sleep. Uh, now, <laughs> to completely change topics, we're going to chat to Chris about a lot of things, especially his collection. Chris, you yes. col- collect Funko Pops mainly, correct? Correct. Yes, that is my main source of uh, nerdism. Yes. <laughs> so, do you know how many you have? I think it's nearly a thousand. Nearly a thousand. Do you have them catalogued of any kind of way? So, I had um, downloaded the Funko app, which is an app that you can scan your collection and it gives you an idea of the value of your collection. But that's based on the US market, not the Australian market. Um, I sort of gave up after a while because it is. You know, when you're adding a whole ton of them to your collection and then you've got to go in and individually scan them and stuff, it's just, I lost, I gave up. After about 700 pops, my collection looked like it was worth 30 grand and I just went, it's making me sad of how much money I've spent on these things, so I don't really want to Chris, I disagree. That's good. That's a happy feeling. No, I, I agree like with that's... Chris. I agree with Chris. You shouldn't like keep track of how much we spend. I keep track of what most... I don't keep track of what I spent. I keep track of what my collections were, more so for insurance purposes these days. I plan ahead of time what I'm going to spend so I never feel like I'm over or underspending. Sam, you sounded like an adult then. I know. <laughs> that's fucking that's terrible. Just ruined the mood. Dude, I have to, ever since I did it, Nerds Paradise properly as a shop, insurance is something I've looked at in a whole different light because all it takes is some idiot to slip over in your store and then you get sued. So, I don't know. I mean, obviously Sam knows this, but I don't know if anyone else knows this. But when um, Sam first started Nerds Paradise at the... Port Adelaide Fisherman's Market, I was his very first customer. And then when he opened up the shop in the mall, I was his very first customer. No yes, way. we were. That's crazy. Yeah, we kept that on track. Uh, it was literally even, uh, I remember call, uh, call, messaging, whatever, being like, you have to be here. And I let you come in before everyone else. Like, you have to come. I think you even came in the day before, maybe? Yeah, we had, no, no, no. It was the, it was the day, but you had a VIP party. And right. about an hour out of the party, Sam said, you come in, have a look what you want. I, st- I, I still remember what I bought from you that day. It was a NECA Texas Chainsaw Massacre figure. That's oh right. It's a cool, <laughs> so, that figure is so fucking cool. I still have it in its box. I will eventually get a, the NECA figures out and put them into a glass cabinet. But I just remember that day was so awesome. I was so happy for you when you finally got into your own shop. It was fantastic. It was great. It was just such a... And to seeing yeah. all the people waiting outside, ready to come in at five o'clock for the Friday. It was a Friday night grand opening. And that's wow. right. It was awesome. And you got to come in before them and just flip off out the window. <laughs> like, your dude, you have got to buy something before five o'clock because you were the first customer at the market. You've got to be the first customer in my shop. So, yeah, I ended up buying more stuff, of course, but I just had to grab the one thing I really wanted off the shelf, which was the Necker figure. The uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre was so random. And now, now look at you guys. Chris oh, has an yeah. extremely successful YouTube channel and Sam is... Um, Sam... He's uh, <laughs> just doing his uh, own thing. <laughs> Sam... Uh, what? <laughs> what do I do? Nah. Uh, Please. Yeah. Hey, he partly, of... you part organise um, the Adelaide Comic and Toy Fair. You're high up in that, so... 
I help out with that a lot. Yeah, no, yeah, so, do, as... so do we. Just you know, bring that. Out <laughs> <laughs> uh, does anyone smell bullshit? Because I. <laughs> uh, what I'd like to now quickly ask you then is because we just talked about Nerd's Paradise, basically, uh, someone that you've been working with a lot recently, especially, has kind of done exactly the same thing I did and managed to do the one thing I never got to do and end up deciding against it due to a lot of reasons for myself. Uh, you've been doing stuff for uh, collectible... Uh, collect, collector World. Collector World. Wow, my brain just shut the fuck down. Uh, yeah, Collector World. You've been doing all their events and stuff with them. Uh, you post a lot. Obviously, you buy a lot of pops and things from them. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. What's that so, been like? So, so originally, um, the first company that I helped out was Davy Boys Toys. And I used to help oh, yeah. it out quite a lot. Um, and Peter, who owns Collector World, was a customer of David's. And Peter was really passionate about, you know, obviously Funko Pops and collecting and being a nerd like we all are. And he decided he would open up a small stall at the Fisherman's Markets, much like what Sam did. And there was another guy, I can't remember the name of his company or his name, but he was before Sam. He only lasted yes. a little while. And then Sam came in and now Peter, obviously. And yeah. um, so Peter like, obviously grew and grew and grew and he took up two stalls and it was very popular. Um, and of course, Mark- Peter, Peter got away with something that I never got away with though. And I will yeah. say this, he's very clever. Okay. No, so with your rules of importing from certain companies, when I started, I wasn't allowed to import certain things, especially right. because of having a market stall rather than a bricks and mortar shop. So, yeah, so what, what you're saying is, well, it, it's a little bit like that. So Icon don't yeah. generally set you up with an account if you are a market hall or you do something uh, on the, like a, like a, you know, if you just, do just a Saturday, Sunday market, yeah. so you're not allowed yeah. to have an account. Basically. You need a bricks and mortar. Um, the thing is, I think the reason is that Peter had given them some form of business plan that this wasn't just some guy randomly setting up. I think what got him over the line was the fact that he actually had an online website where he was selling Funko Pops. They still it, didn't even conclude my website because I had my website before I left the market and even yeah. then they weren't, wouldn't let me mm. until I left. And then when I left, he moved in and they changed the rules. Right. So I was you, like, lucky motherfucker. Yeah, you, <laughs> You, you, you got lucky. So you you were unlucky as you were leaving and he just came yeah. in and took your yeah. spot and went, ah, yeah. motherfucker, like I got it. No, no, I, I don't have any problems with him. I love it. He's a great dude, awesome shop. But I just, he got super lucky because those rules yep. were so fucked. I, um, I, at one point, I had a thing like that of paperwork from him. Like it's fucking huge, uh, the stuff I had to go through. And then everyone else I've talked to about it are like, no, nah, man, I've got like one day on the phone. <laughs> yeah, I think I think with Peter though, um, you know, given the success of his business, um, signing up for things like the Mega Toy Fair, the Adelaide Comic and Toy Fair, now recently he's done Oz Comic Con, um, that putting the, the brand out there, drawing in the extra customers, yeah. the fact that the market is actually uh, closing down at the end of August forever. Um, yes. Oh my he, god! Yeah. So his yeah, no more war kind of. Yeah, so they they threw him basically into the wild and said, "Hey, you know what? You got no option. You're going to have to go out on your own because there was no other market to go to." So it forced him to get a shop and open up a shop. And uh, you know, it obviously business can always be better, but you know, it's only a fresh store. Oh, me and Connor have been there. We've done a video. Yeah, I was it about to say it's a really good video shop. as well. Yeah, yeah. awesome yeah, shop. I mean, you should have seen it beforehand. It was, um, there was like a, a drywall halfway down because it used to be a yoga studio. Oh so we God. got in there with sledgehammers and knocked it all down. Then we painted and we um, put all the shelving up. Um, so there was, I did some, but mostly Peter and Troy um, looked after all that. Peter got, as it was coming together, it was just becoming exciting. In fact, this past Friday night, a group of us, there was about nine of us, I think, we got pizzas, locked the front door, and binge watched the two episodes of Obi-Wan on the big screen at the back of the shop. Oh, yes. nice. yeah. Me and Connor were literally talking about that when we were in there. We're like, this would be so much fun Friday night, having a beer or eating pizza or watching something on the screen as like a, a whichever group or community that you bring mm -hmm. in. Yeah, it's fucking, that's very cool. We're yeah, actually, um, it's amazing. 
yeah, and, and and because Peter, I mean, obviously one of the big things that I do with YouTube is I love my mystery boxes. Um, yes. And remember, the number one rule about mystery boxes, if you can't afford to lose on a mystery box, don't buy one. Too many yeah. people whinge and moan about, I didn't get the top hit. But Peter and I are going to be having a chat about some ideas of him doing some Collect the World mystery boxes. So, you know, there's always that niche market. But the thing is, too, you can't shoot yourself in the foot and go for one brand. You can't just have Funko because you're going to have people like Sam who go in there who don't collect them. But, you know, you, you like Nika figures. You like... Um, yeah, I grabbed um, a little gremlin from there. I've done a video with that. Uh, uh, my thing was that because I, I had a really cool setup where they were asking for suggestions of what we'd like to see in the store, which is amazing. That is always the best thing. And even I used to ask everyone that walked through the door, I'd be like, what do you want me to get in? What do you want to see here? Yeah. And I know that they're doing the same thing, which is the best way to go. It's pretty brilliant. And me and Connor both... Put down some suggestions i know mine was obviously marvel legends because pretty much everyone here owns a marvel legend of some sort and then also i put down just because i'd been hunting it i written necker gargoyles because i've been trying <laughs> to find one in the wild and it's not happened yet uh, mean, when i do find that one, one yeah that one. Fuck off, i don't Connor. think it will happen sam <laughs> when i find one in the wild i'm gonna be like you know, it's yeah. it's funny. I got a I got a message today from uh, Robot Toys, who I've been telling Sam to go to because I still have all the NECA stuff in stock. That my Thalog, who's like evil Goliath, has just shipped. So I'm getting my second Goliath, a uh, second uh, NECA gargoyle. Uh, so that's amazing what you've done with them, and also like promoting them and helping them and stuff. That's fantastic. I'm glad that they're doing well. The world, yeah. yeah, you have to. Yeah. they're they're all wonderful people. It's fantastic. You know, um, I, look at, I look at the success of others. You know, I, I personally wouldn't get into owning my own store. It's not because I don't have the passion for it. I, I give and give and give and give it as, as it is. I like helping people. I want to see other people succeed. Mm. I think one of the things that I love about being a nerd, I remember going to my first convention in 2014, and, and you, know, you guys, Sam knew me back when I was a big boy. I used to be really big. Um, one of the things that I was always frightened about of going out, you know, in the public is people judging me because of my size. And um, when I went to Comic-Con, well, sorry, it was Supernova, no one even stared at me. I felt like I fitted in. And it was that sort of turn for me that made me really appreciate our community. Yeah. Collectors, yeah. stuff like that. And, and my passion went from, I guess, being a fan to being a passionate collector and part of the community. And now, like, you know, I'm an MC for Supernova now. So, wow. you know, eight years later, I've gone from being a customer, a guest, you know, an attendee to going to being a volunteer to now being a, an MC for Supernova. So the cycle of that and the reward for that is 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 so great for me, you know. And and I wish everybody could have the same success, you know. Um, I didn't think eight years ago that this was, I'd end up, you know, being in, my own place with these things renting off me. <laughs> That's what I feel like. I feel like I rent my house just to put toys in it. Um, but yeah, it's just, yeah, I love it. It's it, yeah. the thing I love about being a nerd is that we're all, no matter who you are, no matter what size, gender, sexuality, anything about you, the community is a community and it feels like a community. It's the most non judgmental and most welcoming community. And that's exactly why I love being a part of it. And, you know, of course, when Sam asked me to do this tonight, of course. And Adelaide's awesome for that too. Adelaide's community of, I'll call them nerds, fucking amazing. All of them. They're just fantastic. The whole lot of us. Uh, if you're into comics, you're into, you know, uh, pop vinyls, you're into certain one-branded toys, or you're, hell, you're into hentai. We all get along most of the time. Yeah, there's falling <laughs> outs here and there. That happens everywhere. Usually depends on, it depends on when the hentai gets pulled out is when the falling outs <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Breakfast it's, is a bit early, but yeah. most of the time, everyone gets along. Everyone's super supportive. Uh, my next quick question, because of we can see in the video here, I know not audio listeners will obviously uh, not be able to see, uh, Chris's wall of pops right there. Connor, do you currently own any pops? Uh, I do. You do? Um, what have you got? So I've got a couple of pops from like Avengers Age of Ultron. I've got a couple of pops from like the first Guardians. Like I've got the, uh, what's it called when they do the, is it flocking when they've got the soft stuff on the plastic? 
Yeah, so like if, they're, a, if they're furry, they're they're flocked. Flocked, yeah. I got like a rocket raccoon from the first Guardians. I just picked them up because me I and my dad. I wish you'd flocked me, Connor. Um, <laughs> after, after. Um, you know, I got a couple like that from years ago, back when Pop One was first getting big and they were just available at the local game traders. And it was like like kind of a precursor, I think, to me uh, really getting heavy into collecting Marvel Legends. Like I was sort of... But I do have a Reaper from Overwatch because one of my friends, um, Xena, she uh, she gifted it to me as for a birthday gift because uh, Reaper was my name. That uh, was my main in uh, Overwatch. That's uh, embarrassing. When I played it. It's not embarrassing. <laughs> I've got so many six-man kills. You have no idea, my friend. I was... Although she was like at fault for most of them because she was a Mercy main. So she would keep me oh, alive. So, so was I. I everyone. See, that's something to be proud of. Uh, I was... Well, proud, I, speaking of being proud of, so do you have any? I do. Um, Anisa mostly collects the pops in this house. Like, I, I think I bought Anisa her first pop, which was like the Flash from the CW show, That's right. 2014 version. That. And then that started her addiction for a while. She has like a bunch of Sonic pops as well that I got for her. Um, but like, I have a few Age of Ultron pops, like uh, the Vision with the bobblehead. Um, and also like most recently, Booster Gold and Blue Beetle, the two pack. It's pretty good. Uh, I do like Pop Funkos. I don't I, I, I like the fact that you can get a Pop Funko from like any pop culture thing and they all kind of look like they're from the same sort of universe, you know? Like if I get a Marvel Legend and I get like a DC multiverse figure, they, they don't look like they're from the same world. They don't have the same proportion. I think I have one. Yeah? One uh, that I can think of on the top of my head. I own quick, one. Quick, Connor, guess it. Yeah, come on, Connor. What can you... No? No idea? Uh, I, I, look, I was gonna, it's, it's even going to be like... Of a, a spawn or maybe Demona from Gargoyle. Chris, what do you think it is? Chris, what do you um, I, I, I look. They actually don't have a spawn pop. Otherwise, I definitely would have said spawn. Damn, I'd have um, that too. <laughs> so, I, knowing Sam, I look. It's hard because I know how much he fucking hates them. Um, but I'm thinking maybe a Harley Quinn. Oh, so Bryony has the Harley Quinns. Yeah, I know oh. Bryony's into Harley Quinn. Um, yeah. Oh wait, wait. I reckon yours could be Scarecrow. No, no, but close. I know. Yeah, uh, Ashraf. Any idea then? Um. Okay. Since it was close, I'll, I'll say Joker. <laughs> no, no. Uh. Well, it was close because I nearly owned uh, a scarecrow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but are you ready for this? And it was bought by one of the other people in. Um. I got it from someone else that was at the market back when I was there, and it was after me and Chris had actually traded some pops and things around. Uh. I actually bought the Deadpool. In the van. Oh, oh yes. Oh, I've yeah. seen that as the well. Yeah. The chimichangas. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. it. It's just sitting because I've opened it. It's just sitting there. I think I've even thrown the box out. It's just sitting uh, sort of on a stand at my house at the moment, at my girlfriend's house, uh, just because I don't know why. It's the only thing that I did. I was like, this will fit being unboxed and out without me having to bubble wrap it too much. So <laughs> I just, I just kind of, I just cannot think like how a, a few years ago, you were my like my source my pop dealer yeah you know well, we we traded a bunch of pops and things as well and yeah. i have to thank you because i believe i got a hulk pop of you so i actually put that in a box and forgot about it it became it was the first edition was, it, wasn't it the avengers one from the, the original avengers movie yeah yeah and, and everyone like 300 bucks or something so I put it on eBay, not really knowing, at a, at a very low starting bid, and it went for like $300. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? And I, I don't know if I messaged you, but I just remembered it then. I was like, what the fuck? I remember we did a swap and a buy of some sort, and I just put it aside and completely forgot about it because it's me and Pops. So it just got chucked aside. And then one day, I think as towards closing up some of the Nerds Paradise stuff, I was like, the fuck oh i guess i'll just put it on ebay and then yeah win i can't remember <laughs> what it was free free comic book day last year oh. when you were yeah. working at um gamma rays and i popped i didn't get to go to the one this year because when the free comic book day was on this year i was at home stuck with covid oh. um but last year you were working there and you took a couple of your pops in and i got a pop off of you and i can't remember what it was but it was actually quite valuable and i even said to you that's actually worth a bit of money you go yeah but you know i just want to get rid of it yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I had a, a big bag full of uh, pops that were from your gamer friend, right? Or yeah, 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 from a gamer yeah. friend who actually gets who got given a lot of exclusive content before it was ever released. 
Yeah. So I got given all this stuff and then was kind of in this weird thing where like, I feel bad making money off it. So I'm just gonna get what I would just kind of get rid of it at, which I know sounds weird to a lot of people because they'd be like, dude, you could have made heaps of money off that. But I'm like, well, don't give a fuck. I don't really like it. It's nothing that I want for me. I'd rather give it to people that want it for a fair price in their collection. It will look better. It will be better off being with people that want it and deserve it. But the thing is you've made some money cool anyway because it, it didn't cost you anything. So whatever you sell well, it. Yeah, for, I made a bit of money anyway. Yeah. yeah. So it's not, yeah, I wasn't being greedy though is what I'm trying to get at. I just yeah. did a praise, guys. Come on. <laughs> you are the I mean, you, you started off the story with like you getting a pop from Chris and you selling it and then that's supposed to be awesome or something. Well, so. it is awesome because I just I thought it was a crazy story that me and Chris did this trade way back. I can't remember what we swapped. I know there was pops and stuff involved but we swapped some things around and then yeah i just ended up that pure luck that that one shot up it's like anything you never know yeah you never i bought know. i bought um a couple of the original wizard of oz pops from you and i went home and about six months later i, I ended up selling them for double and i was like yeah now if i hold on to them now they'd all be bloody making me thousands of dollars but that's okay we don't we don't yeah yeah it's just that that's the, the world of buy sell swap when you're in those kind of things uh yeah. now the wizard of Oz pops in black and white? No, no. Um, so they're all color. Um, and then they did um, a couple of the San Diego Comic Con ones, but those were all metallics. Okay. The only one that was different was um, the Cowardly Lion. That was a, I can't remember the, the company that released it, but they did an exclusive of that and it was a flocked version. Whoa. Mm. I all want to call all you furries quickly. out there. Jump, jump up onto something a bit different, but in the same world here. Your YouTube channel, Chris. Yeah. Yes. Very. Tell successful. us what it's called, even though we all know it. Uh, what you do on there, and any future things that you have planned. Sure. All right. So, a few years ago, I think it was around 2017, I started a channel called Adelaide Toy Collector, and really, it was just, it was just me videoing myself. Um, so when I used to live with a relative i had these things basically in a sliding door right yeah uh, the you know like a, a walk-in rope kind of thing so i just had like a handful of them on the shelf and just sat in front of a desk with my phone and knew nothing about editing knew nothing about youtube i just randomly opened up stuff and went oh look what i've got i've got a toy how cool is this and of course i did it in my real sort of nervous oh, you know real quiet then over time you become confident then you start Googling and doing research. So I went out and got a awesome uh, noise cancellation um, microphone, which works for an iPhone. Um, I went out and um, purchased, I got Canva, which is how I edit my thumbnails. I use iMovie on my iPhone to edit the, the basic part of it. And then I upload that through to a, um, an app called Splice, which is fantastic. Uh, if you don't even have to pay the use the paid version, if you do, you get a lot more features, but it does enough. Um, so the evolution of what I've done has been fantastic and I've enjoyed learning that stuff. As far as the content goes, um, originally it was just me showing off like, oh, here's my latest pop. Um, here's a piece of Lego that I bought or something like that. Then I got into mystery boxes. Then I did some mystery box swaps with a couple of American channels. So we did some of those. Then I started taking my friend Troy out on some pop hunts and then we do soda battles. Um, and then, so, you know, we did a, all sorts of a variety of things and then it sort of evolved. And then obviously I, I do some stuff with collector world and film at different shops and a couple of places have been really, really awesome. Um, they've given me, you know, things to give away on the channel. They've sponsored my channel by giving me something free for the collection. If I mention them and at the moment, um, I reached last week 750 subs on the channel. Woo! Nice. Yes, really excited about that. Um, I when I first started, I optimistically went in thinking I'm not doing it to to be famous or anything. I'm doing it to have fun. But I mean, you know, if I get a, a subscriber or what, yeah, 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 this is great. And then all of a sudden, in a week, I had like 10 subs, and I was like, oh wow! So it must be pretty easy to get to a thousand. I reckon when I hit 750, I'll do this mystery box giveaway. So I put some pops and stuff in this box and sealed it, put it in the cupboard. You know, five years later, I've now finally hit 750 subs. Um, 
But I'm finding it now since I've announced the giveaway and a couple of other channels have mentioned it. As of today, I'm sitting on 770. So I've put a thing on the video that I did to say any if I get to 800 before Sunday, I will add some extra stuff in the... Uh, yes, So what's good is I've had Collect the World give me some Pokemon cards. I've had another toy store throw in a $20 gift card. Wow. Artists who are coming over for Supernova in Adelaide, they donated um, some comics and some art um, that they do to go into the draw. So the mystery box is getting bigger and bigger. So you know fuck it. I'll throw something in there too. Will you? Oh, yeah, right. I'll throw yeah. something in there. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll talk after this, but I'll, yeah. I've got a heap of shit that I've uh, recently acquired. I won't say anything about what it is because I'll go through it and pick something and put it in there as well. Okay. You're a legend, dude. So I guess for the, um, and thank you. Um, oh, I, good. I, think, I think the thing for me is what really, as much as I enjoy the YouTube and the video content and all that sort of stuff, and it's made me some wonderful friends across the world. One of the things that really gets to me, and, and it's not a bad thing, it's a great thing, I just don't know how to react, is that when someone actually recognizes me and I don't know them, there's a guy, yeah, that's awesome. I was in um, Hero Stash and this, uh, this uh, subscriber comes up to me and he goes, oh, is your name Chris? And I said, yes. He's like, do you have a YouTube channel? I said, yes. He's like, is that Adelaide Toy Collector? And he had his little son with him. He's like, look, it's Chris, the Adelaide Toy Collector. And then they asked me for a photo. And I, was so like, <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. I went home and like one of my relatives used to give me grief about being a YouTuber, oh, yeah, you'll never get famous. You know, no one's going to recognize you. So as soon as I got home, I was like emailing. I was like, look, bitch, someone recognized me today. <laughs> fucking face. <laughs> That's it. Ashraf, Ashraf had the, uh, a great moment. Was it the first, which we, one of the toy fairs? Oh, yeah, the, the first toy fair um, we went to as Comic Thoughts last year in October or November. Um, there, there were like two people like that who approached us and said that like talked to us about our content and I was so freaked out I was like oh my god people actually watch us this is awesome what a great feeling and <laughs> I'm still a, not used to it like it even recently someone approached me and said I watch our stuff that like, he recognized us and recognized me uh, like from the from the podcast and everything it's like it's crazy I, I'm still not used to it yeah. was Carter, it have you had a recognized moment mm-hmm. no <laughs> 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 just dead but I, I had a good one after the last toy fair it's someone that's watched our show and i've met him a bunch of times um but he actually knew my attire so well that he saw me banging it on the motorbike somewhere recognized my jacket and went that's sam from comic thoughts there he goes look at him go fucking idiot he's lost he's riding the wrong way he even knew that i was lost he's just like straight up <laughs> He's going the wrong way. So I got home to a message going, how lost were you? I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> the funny thing about that story is he didn't even offer you any help. How lost were you? That's it. <laughs> I, I was on the highway. No one, I couldn't tell where I was going. I was completely, I took a wrong turn and up on the highway out the middle of nowhere, but he was coming, I think, in towards town and I was going, oh, I took the wrong turn and was going out. <laughs> So he's just seen me like probably like this. He just said he saw the Wolverine helmet like looking around, like trying to figure it out. <laughs> to yeah, all the listeners, yeah, we're hot shit basically. That's what we're saying. <laughs> all four yeah. hot shits, right? All here. four of us, uh, we're famous. Get used to on it. Yo, do you have? Can you think off the top of the head uh, any creature or thing that isn't a pop funko that you would like to see as one? No, you can't. <laughs> Come on, man, be quick. Mine's easy. I'll I'll go first. Okay, yeah, you go first because I don't I don't I don't know. We already know yours, Sam. Because yeah, I've been straight didn't up. I? Yeah, but that feels like that's cheating. Uh, Chris, let's see. Chris, is there something that hasn't been made that you want? Yes. So, um, I'm happy because I have three favorite things. So, my favorite band, there there are pops off. My favorite Marvel character, they've got pops off, right? And you, who's my favorite Marvel character? Juggernaut. Yeah. That's the own that and the Green Goblin are the only Marvel select figures I have. Um, and the third one is um, I don't know if any of you watched the WWE. This wrestler is not in the WWE anymore. His brother's back, um, but Goldust was always my favorite wrestler. Yeah, so I would have loved to have <laughs> kicking the dick. 
Yeah. 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 I love them. It was also an arrow. So I am a wrestling fan. I have not watched WWE in like, uh, I watched WrestleMania, but I have not been keeping up with WWE. I, uh, I am what you call an AEW mark. <laughs> Uh, I'm huge on AEW. And uh, so I still get to see Dustin wrestle is the difference. And the, at his age, he is still... So pumping. good. Yeah, that match he had with CM Punk was something the next level. Oh, it's, it's, it is a great example of... Because a lot of people like to look at AEW and go, flippy shit. But it's like, no, no, no. They got guys like that who their entire... Like their, their psychology in the ring, they, they draw you in. And he is so... Like, I wouldn't be shocked if he's in his 60s and still being able to put on at this point in time, because he's in his 50s. He's, he's been doing this for like four decades almost. Yeah. Like, he is, is ancient. But I remember yeah. my mum was a huge wrestling fan, and I remember um, she got me. 616. <laughs> I know this. I actually remember this. I know this. Your mum's favorite wrestler was Stone Cold, right? Yeah, wow. so you, well, you got that wrong. It's it's 316, not 616. Oh, 316. Six is the fucking Marvel yeah. universe. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so thinking- my, mom, my mom's favorite wrestler was Stone Cold, and um, she got, was watching. I used to live with my mum and my stepdad many, many years ago. This was 2002, and mum had Foxtel. And so, this was the first pay per view that I was actually going to sit down and watch. So she finally convinced me to watch it. Anyway, it was 2002, and it was the Royal Rumble. Uh, and I was like, yeah, no, this is cool. Like, we're having a good time. And mum's all, you know, up at the end and having a great time of her life because she just loved watching real wrestling. Um, and then the Royal Rumble starts. Of course, entry number one, out comes Rikishi and, you know, he, he's <laughs> in, this, in the thing. And all of a sudden, this fucking gold freak just comes out, glitter, look like a giant statue. Camp is a roll of fucking tents. And I've just gone, this motherfucker, I love this guy. And from then, I just loved, loved, loved Goldust. I've seen him wrestle live. Rashidi and Goldust match, even I remember that one, uh, which is funny because I know I used to make the joke that it was ass versus dick because Rishi, uh, Rikishi would always do the ass face plant Pink face. Yeah. yeah. And face. then Goldust would kick you in the fucking cock. Like, wow. <laughs> that was their finisher moves. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just, I mean, I know that, Goldust, and what I relate to Goldust is, um, you know, he's had some addiction problems, you know, yes. and, and, and same. And, you know, one of the things is he talks about being clean and talking about his recovery. And you can see over the years where he, when he was sort of like really overweight and he was addicted to drugs and alcohol, but then you see uh, like he's been, you know, clean and sober for years now and his body looks fantastic and his in-ring ability is back to being at its best. You know, he had a great match with his brother, uh, at AEW, Stardust. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. He was an arrow. Look, yeah, he, uh, Cody Rhodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The match with Stephen Armel. Yeah, and the and the Rhodes yes. family in itself was just fantastic, you know. And 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 you look at Dusty Rhodes and Dustin Rhodes and Cody Rhodes, and all three of them are so very different, and yet so the same, you know. And it's just fantastic, yeah. you know. I just. I remember when Booker T and Goldust won the tag team title. <laughs> I was crying with happiness. I'm like, yes. And then a week later, the fucking assholes at WWE stripped them of the titles and gave them to someone else. Oh, God, they were such a good act, Booker T and Goldust, too. Yeah. They were genuine. Wait, Connor, you watch wrestling? <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure if you know this. I actually watched AEW Double or Nothing today. Uh, it was a five and a half hour pay-per-view. So, so Connor's come off five hours of wrestling into comic thoughts. And now we've turned it into wrestling. <laughs> Yeah, interesting. But and then after this, and I know this is a, this will already be out. Oh no, sorry. The other thing we're about to do, we're going to do a live interview tonight, which is Monday with yeah. Bo and that from the Aussie verse. This so is confusing viewers tonight. Yeah, we're confusing you. So if you haven't seen it, go back in time. <laughs> Watch the Aussie verse tonight because tonight we will probably plug this episode. <laughs> with Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Which one's before? Which one's after? Past, yeah, present, future, all head. building together. Uh, Aussie what, time, up, what time zone are we all in? Has, some, has Thanos snapped his fingers and we're all over the place? Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's it. So you literally, you'll be uh, listening to this after we've already been on the live show, but we'll plug this episode on the live show. So if you can figure it all out, yeah. watch it all, motherfucker. We'll, so we'll let's link. talk about the live show as if it's already happened. Wow, we'll that was a really live good live show, show with Omnibow. Yeah, that was you a great watch it. Show. That, was, that was fantastic. I wasn't even involved with it, but it was top-notch <laughs> quality stuff, guys. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. Chris. I'm glad you're a great supporter. Yeah. 
Uh, um, Dustin Rhodes, by the way, has been clean oh, for 14 years as of May 20th this year. Ah, um, there yeah, you 14 go. 14 whole years. That's Connor with amazing. old facts. When, Chris, when Cody is... Rhodes was on Arrow, his character was pushing a drug called Stardust. So, ah. Is that uh, a reference to He hate, He addiction? fucking hates that gimmick too. He fucking <laughs> hates Stardust as a gimmick. Yeah, he, he's like, if I, like, if he ever has ever asked to do that again, I, 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 I don't know what it. We, I think it was his idea. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm start, he made a joke in front of Stephanie or something, and then Stephanie McMahon's eyes lit up, and then she told Vince, and then Vince was like, "Yes." Yeah, I can just imagine now the chairman of the board sitting in the boardroom going, "Hmm, do you know what? We've got one freak on TV. How about we make two? <laughs> Yeah, Cody Rhodes is a real freak. He's so person. Uh, what he didn't know what a burrito was, but he ate them for like ten years straight and didn't know what they were called. I have to ask, Chris. Right. I'm completely jumping in and changing the subject off wrestling for a minute here. Yes. When I know that you just you told me about, uh, well, you told us before about uh, how you felt about the collecting world uh, and coming into the collecting world. What do you think is your main influence now going forward with collecting and? What is it that you want to see with conventions in the future? Hmm, that's a that's really good um, thing, a uh, question. Um, I think for me, I, I think the evolution of my own journey has been crucial to how I am today. And so, oh, sorry to interrupt you. I, I've watched your journey, and it's been awesome to see you evolve with your YouTube channel. Like from when I first met you, watching you evolve and change and think it's been incredible thank you i really appreciate that and you know i consider you a very awesome friend and and a great influence in my nerd journey you know oh um, yeah yeah like you know walking for walking. listeners chris is talking to the entire podcast not just now <laughs> yeah look, my ego just got way big <laughs> i mean for me it was like you know again go back to that story when i first walked through uh, the doors at supernova 2014 feeling in the general world as an outsider because of my weight, because of my sexuality, because of who I am. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a big personality at times. And sometimes I probably push that big personality because I want people to like me. And because I've been judged so harshly in the past, it's like I'd walk into a room and I go, oh, the fat guy's here now. And it gives permission to people to laugh at me because I think if they have permission to laugh at me, I've given it to them. I won't feel so bad. So walking through the doors at Supernova and no one batting an eyelid, no one looking at me because of my size. Um, did you did you cosplay for that one? No, no, no. That was – so the first one I just went as me. Yeah. Then I went to the next Oz Comic Con. Then I went to Supernova again. Then I went to Oz Comic Con uh, 2016 and I cosplayed as um, Bobby, which was Jim Beaver from Supernatural. Oh, had the final okay. eight shirt and everything. So I cosplayed as him and got a photo with him. And then the following year, I cosplayed as Peter Griffin. That's Super the Peter. one I will never forget because it was so good. Now, I gotta see a picture of this. I I cosplayed as him, and the thing is, and this is where I, I met one of my best friends, um, Jacob. He came up to me at the convention. We hadn't known each other at this stage. And he says to me, we're in line waiting for a photo op. And he says to me, can I ask you a question? I said, yeah. He goes, are you cosplaying as Peter Griffin? I said, yes, you're the first person this whole weekend that's mentioned that. And he said, well, I'm with a group of friends. And some of us said, you're Peter Griffin. And some of us said, what if he's just a fat guy that's just dressed like Peter Griffin? And he might be embarrassed if someone goes up to him and asks. And he goes, well, I'll go and ask him. So we became really good friends. In fact, that was best one of his... Um, Got a groomsman at his wedding a couple Amazing. of years ago. Um, but it gave me that whole confidence. And then I said to him, you know what? As much as I appreciate you recognizing me, mm. I actually appreciate you asking me because you weren't making an assumption. Yeah. And then it wasn't long after that that I had my weight loss surgery and went along. But the thing for me with conventions, um, we need... To spend, I know that the film and TV guests are a huge part of it, but I think the focus needs to be, it's called Comic Con, right? We don't give enough, we, we give enough to the to the, the, the big name artist, the comic book artist. I remember, um, what's his name? Uh, Tom, the one I got your autograph from at Oz Comic Tom Taylor. Uh, Tom when Taylor. We went, yeah, yep. 
you know, we get a focus on them, but, you know, there are a lot of extremely talented local yes. um, comic book artists in Australia and we don't give it enough of that. You know, you go to Comic-Con, you go to Supernova, how many stalls are there selling comics? One or two. It's always pop-related stuff. Yeah. This is something, This just because I know this from talking to people uh, in comic that own comic shops and stuff as well, uh, I was talking to obviously Gamma Rays and a bunch of others the other day. We all happened to be in the same place and we were all having a chat. And we noticed that for this Comic-Con, as awesome as it looked, there was no local comic shop because it's just not affordable to do and everyone knows the local ones. And two, even the guys that would normally show up there, um, I feel like I'm going to throw him under the bus here a little bit, but ABC Comics, aka Tony, even he wasn't there. And if Tony's not there... That's a big deal. Yeah, well, I mean, because Tony does um, Supernovas Everything. and things like that. Because I actually ran, when I was emceeing Supernova in Melbourne, Tony was over there and I ran into him, um, he, him and his wife. Yes, yeah. And, you know, they always look after me when I'm always... always no, they're the amazing. Hunt. Yeah, yeah I'm always on the hunt for juggernaut comics. Um, and, you know, you're right. The thing is, we, I actually mentioned this to somebody... Uh, not not part of the convention scene, but someone who's involved with pop culture and stuff. And I said, you know, in Adelaide, we really need a bigger focus on comic stores putting into um, the comic uh, comic cons and stuff. And their words to me were, "That's what the Adelaide Comic and Toy Fair is for." And I said, "That's not what that's for." I said, "That is a part of it. it they, there is a focus on that, but as a community, you can't you can't focus." 80% of a convention on one community and leave the other 20% out because you don't think it's going to work. The problem is, you know, the amount of people that said, oh, um, Oz Comic Con Homegrown, you've got five um, guests coming. They're all shit. I'm not going to go. People forget the success of these conventions come on the basis of we as a city and a community, we show up, we give them their support. They see that Adelaide once a Comic-Con and Supernova, et cetera, in this city, they will go, we will invest the money into getting the bigger guests. Like, you know, we had Stan Lee, for Christ's sake, a couple we of did. years ago. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll charge a lot of money. I'll uh, quickly put this out there. So Comic-Con I also want to put something me. out there, but yeah, go on. Comic-Con burnt me pretty hard, so that's why I don't really want anything to do with them. Uh, that's from a business point of view. They burnt me really bad. Their prices and stuff just fucked. Makes no sense. Uh, at all considering how much you pay for a table and then you go and do something like the Adelaide and Comic and Toy Fair which I know I've got my hand in so it sounds like I'm biased but the price of admission tables and the sheer amount of collectible items is fucking insane compared to going to an event where you then pay to get in a, in my opinion too much yes. to then go and pay too much for a celebrity signature. And yeah. I don't, I've always been this kind of person. Most of the celebrities that everyone else will like, I don't give a fuck about, unless it's some crazy metal head that I am obsessed with. I'm not paying anything. And I, even then I am such a tight ass when it comes to celebrity stuff. I don't give a fuck. Like unless you have done something that really has influenced my life, I'm not going to care. That's why Stan Lee was a big deal. Um, yeah. There are certain comic artists that I have paid, but like even then, half of the ones that I went and got stuff signed by were signing comics for free. And because they signed my comics for free, I then bought stuff off them. Then I gave them money. I was like, you're signing, like I think it was Philip Tan. He signed a shitload of my spawns that he did. Wow. And then I bought like, uh, I bought a bunch of stuff from him a really rare cover that he did and he printed so many for Spider-Man, uh, all this stuff. I just bought it all off him. I was like, oh, bye, 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 bye. Yeah, Philip Dunn is a huge get. Oh, yeah, yeah, and I've got I've got like a stack of books signed by him. Like, absurd. Every day at, I think it was Supernova, the last one I actually went to, uh, I was like, I walked back up again. I'm like, hey, <laughs> do you mind? Yeah. I, I, I like, want, yeah. But no one else was there. That was the other thing that blew my mind. There was no one else standing there for Philip Tant. Just I, no one was there. I, remember, I just want to interject. Uh, oh, sorry, Connor, go on. Oh, I was just going to say on Sam's point, I remember when we went to Supernova and uh, Rucker was there. Greg Rucker. Um, yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, and I got a heap of stuff from him as well. Yeah. 
and yeah, he's fantastic we, we, we just we were right there because there was like one other person in line and it was like yeah like, we just... what the because they just came off of i think they literally just were like still doing their wonder woman run yeah 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 just oh my God. Still like, doing that wonder was, woman yeah. run and no one was there. i'm like what got that's fucking crazy i didn't oh, even I know he's been to adelaide i was before. selling stuff at that event and it was actually uh one of the guys that used to work for um one of the comic uh, one of the other comic stores, he came up and told me, he's like, dude, Greg Rucker's here and he's just standing in the corner and no one's talking to him. I'm like, what the yeah. fuck? So I this grabbed... Is, yeah, this is the guy who made that Netflix movie I, with Charlize Theron in it. So I grabbed Ogar. like all my... Because he did Batwoman? Yeah, he did Batwoman as well. Yeah. He did like so one of the most Bryony, iconic Batwoman runs. Me and Bryony have Batwoman comics dedicated to me and her by... He signed them to Sam and Bryony. Wow. Like we, and no one else was there. I'm like, what the? That's fuck? fucking insane. No one is standing in front of what is happening. Yeah, I would <laughs> love to talk to Greg Rucker, honestly. That's that's where it comes back to what I was saying before. The problem with the pop community is that they don't go to pop culture events to support comic book artists and stuff like that. You know, these people that are going there are going to see their favorite celebrity yeah, yeah. and stuff, and. Th- they won't know who these artists are or these comic book artists are and stuff like that because they're only interested in paying $200 to get a photo with John Travolta. They're not interested. Oh my in- God. Or Kevin Sorbo. Yeah. They're not interested in spending, you know, $5 on a comic and supporting a local, you know, yeah. artist who is. Yeah. I, yeah. I just, yeah. I just want to quickly interject, like, um, on, the, on the topic of like supporting like artists and stuff like that. Whenever I go to a convention, I always spend the most time at Artist Alley. I always buy a lot of shit, like from a lot of shit, a lot of great stuff from Artist Alley. Um, it's it's amazing how much great talent we have in Australia. And I appreciate the fact that like um, a few years ago, uh, Georgina Rex and Owen Heitman actually made a local comics festival called uh, Inky Fingers, which they held uh, for... Yeah, which they held for free. Like, it was free entry. And it showcased, like, all of the amazing talent we had in Adelaide and Interstate as well. And that was so cool to be a part of and so cool to, like, be at an event that is, like, mostly focused... I mean, focused solely on that, on, like, homegrown talent and stuff. But I I've also feel that, like, stuff like Avcon, it's not really focused on the guests more than it is, like, the community and the artists as well. Yeah. See, I'm not, I'm not big on anime or gaming. So when it comes to Avcon... Yeah. I've always volunteered at Avcon and have been a team leader of, um, of, of at different yeah. years. The thing for me is that's not the thing that I'm into, but I go because I love the community. So I, I go, well, look, you know what? This is the event I, I won't buy anything from because I don't really get into the anime stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, I know it's called Avcon, but there's a lot of like comic stuff there. Oh, yeah. The yeah. Artists are still there. The writers are still there, like an artist. Yeah. I bought some great horror stuff. Um, yeah. I bought a heap of stuff from um, Darren, you know, Dark Oz. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He he doesn't take, like, credit cards or whatever. And he has, like, a an old phone. He only takes yeah, cash. I'll, yeah. I'll, have to, um, I'll have to convince him on how to uh, buy. The square. Yeah. yeah. But I think the thing is, like, again, it comes back to the whole community thing. It's like, well, this is the, the, the least convention that I, I would be interested in going to as a guest or, or an attendee. But what I'll do is I'll go along and I will volunteer my time and give back to the community by volunteering at that event. Well, yeah. And that to me is just as important because I, they've got someone who is part of the community who's there to help and volunteer and, and, and you know, assist. Yeah, and, and the, those conventions you, need those volunteers, honestly. And but you, really quickly before, before Sam makes this point, uh, I know Sam talked about like guest charting a lot and so did Chris too. Com- we at Comic Thoughts will gladly take any price you want <laughs> to sign something or to take a photograph. If you want a $50 photograph or autograph, I'd gladly do it. I'd sell out <laughs> already, in a heartbeat. I've already yeah. got a few photos of um, Sam. <laughs> and ones that we had photos with together. <laughs> <laughs> the safer work conversation. <laughs> I, I, was gonna, uh, I was about to say just like... Um, no, my brain's gone. I was gonna I had something then just for a minute. There's oh, something funny. The is kicking in. Yeah, it is. Uh, I had to let the dogs in. I'm sorry for running away. Then, guys, the uh, they'd actually knocked the doorstop out, so they were locked outside. So they were freaking out. Oh, fucking pashed. Yes. Uh, yeah, I completely forgot what I was actually going to say. But the thing that I've noticed in this episode, and it's still bothering me since the moment we signed in, and I don't know if it's been brought up before for some reason, Connor fuck is going on with your headphones i've mentioned this before <laughs> they're fucking broken dude but that's I've, i don't remember the tape for some Literally, reason i'm just noticing it yeah 
the, the, so the, Connor has like duct tape holding together his headphones for yeah listening. legit because I keep forgetting to get new ones because every time I get any form of money I'm like oh cool all right I'll go get headphones I go out I do my shit I come home I don't have headphones with me fuck I'll go do it tomorrow and that cycle has repeated for three re- for three whole fucking weeks uh, I'll get around getting new headphones the problem is it's not like top of the list because they're still working. <laughs> It just looks amazing. <laughs> it's, it looks it's fucking great. Right? Really MacGyver-ish. I don't yeah, know. it's. I've really put it together. Honestly, guys, it look. It works. Um, uh, okay, that's now, why I keep forgetting. Now I reckon you should keep going with the tape over the other side. Oh, yeah, anyway, I've been thinking about it. Yeah, so if you do it the whole thing, you can say it's actually alfoil, and I don't want the aliens reading my mind. <laughs> You're trying to hide from the five G. I don't think it matters if aliens read my mind. Whether they're going to steal my like great ideas, they're cool, great. You can. There's nothing going on in their successful Chris. YouTube channel. <laughs> you can just imagine a whole heap of aliens up in space doing their own comic thoughts. Uh, uh, alien <laughs> right, uh, what, what will the aliens know? Which store to pre-order for them? <laughs> what NECA well, figure is going to come out in two months? What? Yeah, this- I mean, like this. This is all useful information for me. <laughs> for those okay. fuckers. I've got two questions uh, pretty much to round up the show. Yeah, we're going to wrap it up should, in a moment. I think, this, I think this show actually rounded up. The two questions are, and this is for all of us, is one, uh, your favourite, I guess, celebrity meeting at one of these events. Actually, I've got three. Uh, two, I need to know how many pre-orders you have. Chris. And the third question is, what is everyone up to with content? So let's start with number one. I think your number one should also have a what's your best and worst. Oh, yeah, best we're, and worst. Fuck we're going to yeah. throw no, a celebrity no, that, under the bus. Know, screw the other two questions. Let's yeah. go best yeah, and okay. worst, and let's make this last or this last bit because it will. All right, who, who do you want to go first? Uh, Chris, you've got to go first. I, I'm going to go with you the worst. I'm going to go yeah. with the worst, okay? Go with the worst. I can't wait. All right. That bitch 11 from Stranger Things. Why? Why? Oh, God. Okay. So, I... I'm at Supernova, right? And this is around the time that whole Me Too thing came out, right? Yes. So here's me, a fully grown male in his 40s, and I'm standing next to her in the uh, photo booth, right? They're about to take the photo. I had my, yeah, she's a lot shorter than me. I had my arm around sort of her waist kind of thing. Uh And I kind of went, oh, my God, like my hand is just above her ass. I better move my hand up, my arm up, because this could be, inappropriate sort of thing so i pulled my hand up and as i've done it um it just felt awkward then she sort of has this weird look in the photo so then i was like nice meeting you she's like yeah nice meeting you too anyway so that was it that wasn't the worst part the worst part was i shelled out 60 fucking dollars for this bitch's autograph i'm in line and there's like all these little fucking teeny boppers in front of me and they're up there talking to me ha let's talk about fucking bullshit whatever little girls talk about and she's like laughing and signing their autographs and stuff and i get up to the thing and the handler says no personalized autographs yeah no worries all good what photo what picture do you want her to sign so i pick out this one it was like really dark and there's her out in the forest it's really really dark what does this fucking bitch do so the handler pushes the, the 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 picture in front of her she doesn't even look up at me she signs her name with a black texter on a black background, slides it to me, still not looking at me, talking to the girl next to her. And then I say, thanks. Still nothing. So I walked away and went, fuck that bitch. Now, well, she was a fucking kid at the time, but yeah, go on. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. Like, you know, she's a little child and stuff. But, you know. And he's met her as well at that same yeah. event. Um, it was good. My sister met her at the same right. event. She, she, she was but sweet man, too. But it's yeah. manners. Just like, thank you. Like even just a hello, thank you. Like, you know, just something. Acknowledge me. I'm fucking standing right in front of you. Yeah. And I think... Maybe that, she was in character. I don't know. Well, maybe. They <laughs> <laughs> gave her a fucking box of egos or whatever. Um, <laughs> now the best experience... See, I've met a lot of guests and they've all been wonderful. I think as far as best guests go... Uh, shit. Um... I would say probably Mark Shepard. Um, from Supernatural? So what's interesting yeah. was Mark and I, I was volunteer at Supernova that year. And I because there was a lack of volunteers for the auto area, I had already had his autograph and photograph. And then I got assigned on the following day to handle his and Elizabeth Blackmore's and the guy from 
space uh, you know that space movie the one of the original space 1991 or what it was space odyssey space odyssey yeah, yeah uh 2001 yeah so there was like those three guests and i was at i was the main handler for their line and i made a couple of like jokes with mark and back and forth and then he made a, a comment to me and i was like oh why be so mean to someone so meaningless and we sort of laughed it off and he was telling me a little bit about him and at the end of the event the handlers all came up and said, oh, look, it's time to, we're closing it down. You know, it's time to go. Mark came around from the table and said, I want to have a word with you. And it was quite, the way he was saying it was quite stern. I thought, fuck, yeah. I'm in shit here. He's like, do you know what? Of all the conventions I've worked at over the years, you know, I, re- I try and remember everyone I, I that volunteers and helps out. I would say you're one of the top people that I've worked with. You need to be more confident That's in so yourself. Yeah. Stop being so mean on yourself. You know, we talked a little bit about addiction, what I've gone through, what he's gone through. Um, he gave me some inspiring words. And um, so that night, I scanned my photo with him, put it on Twitter saying how much of a wonderful time it was meeting Mark Shepard and how great and inspiring it was. He didn't just like it. He follows me on Twitter. He follows thousands yeah. of people on Twitter and I'm yeah. fucking one of them. So, yeah. of course, he's going to be at Supernova in a few weeks for Perth. I will be at Supernova as an MC for Perth. So I'm nice. fingers crossed that I'm going to be the MC for his panel because I'm fucking yeah. hope. Hell yeah. Yeah, Mark Shepard plays Crowley on Supernatural. And yeah, he seems um, like an amazing actor. You demand to have that spot, dude. Yeah. You should be walking in be like, you give me that fucking spot. Yeah. I, I would be. So I messaged, awesome that you had that experience with him. Yeah. I, I messaged the director and I was like, so when are we going to work, find out our schedules? Because what they do is they give you a schedule of who you're doing the Q&A with. I said, when do I find out the schedule? And in brackets, Mark Shepard, Mark Shepard. Mark Shepard, Mark Shepard. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess then I guess I guess we have to ask Ashraf, what the fuck? What have you got for us? <laughs> <laughs> why why are you playing it like that? That was such a like a good inspirational one. And now I know uh, yeah. okay. you can be, um, I'm worried. The, the worst encounter I'm the worst encounter I had was probably anyone who charged anything for a photo because I didn't <laughs> I didn't pay. I didn't pay. I wouldn't want to pay that much money. It's like, I'm sorry, Stanley, but I don't have that kind of money. <laughs> I was so upset. But um, the, the best one is uh, Jen Taylor, who voices Cortana in Halo. Um, meeting her and Steve Downs, who voices Monster Chief at AFCOM was awesome because not only did they not charge, but like they, they didn't charge for autographs, for photos, for anything. It was like you could even have a conversation with them. It was amazing. And I think I am in love with Jen Taylor now. I hope, you know, this... <laughs> Our meeting has sort of like encouraged her to contact me one day. I'm still waiting for a message. <laughs> but yeah, I love when she does the Toad voice as well. She voices Toad from Super Mario. Please do the Toad voice for me, Jen. <laughs> oh, it's the Toad voice. Can you do it? Because we know uh, Atrap has a very uh, skill set, a very high skill set of doing impressions. impressions. Yeah. <laughs> it's my Toad. <laughs> oh, shit. Amazing. I don't know if I'm scared or turned on. <laughs> <laughs> it's both. Fear boner. Honestly, uh, God, I, d- oh, I don't know if you've done a, ever done a single halfway decent impression of anything. <laughs> to, to everyone listening, I'm I'm an actor as well. <laughs> and I am I am shit at impressions, and I think we I'd win in any impression contest. Ooh, okay. uh, oh, Connor's actually good. Episode. He can do a really good Joker. Future uh, episode will be an impression verse. But anyway, why not? Uh, I can do a I can do a good impression of a uh, of of someone on a certain radio advert. Dare I ask? Yeah, someone's tiles. Hello, Frank Walker from National (laughs) Tiles. Hello, Frank Walker from National Tiles. You can actually pull off a Crowley, Chris. What's that? You can actually like pull off like. Crowley from Supernatural, I think. Uh, like, uh, if, if he gives you permission, you can pull off Crowley. Crowley, in- <laughs> no, pull, pull him off. When he goes to Perth, pull him off. Just pull yeah, him off. yeah. <laughs> Let's do phrasing, Ashraf. Uh, look, I'll keep this quick because we're five minutes over time. Best one was Stanley because I got to meet Stanley. He was a lovely gentleman. Uh, he spoiled te- Black Panther at that appearance. Yeah. Technically, worst in uh, like technically. Okay, I almost want to say Stanley was also the worst, not because of Stanley, but because when I got the picture taken, I looked like an absolute twat. But um, I know the photo. It's yeah, it's so a good photo. It's it's it. Yeah, I didn't. I don't know what I was doing with my hair. Uh, nothing, honestly. <laughs> um, but I, I think technically the worst celebrity I've met. I think he's he's a footballer. I think his name is Andrew McLeod. 
And the reason I say I think from the, the crowd. Reason- you're yeah. talking to the, the wrong group of people. No, 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 I'm a, I'm a Crow supporter. I don't know. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, well, you know this story. Uh, I'm actually Aboriginal. I, I have Aboriginal uh, heritage. So I was at a, uh, a job fair for people with Aboriginal heritage. And he was there, here in Adelaide. Um, it, you know, it makes sense. Adelaide Crows, he's here. He's at a job fair for Aboriginal people. He's, you know, local celebrity. Makes sense. Exactly. I don't follow sport. So I'm in my school uniform wearing a camo bandana. I got a picture of me with Andrew McLeod because someone's like, you want a picture of this guy? I'm like, yeah, sure. Bring it home. I show my mom and dad's like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> and I both yeah. go, that's Andrew McLeod. So the picture's up on the wall and every time I look at it, I'm like, no wow. one knows. I, <laughs> no one knows who this is. Yeah, that's going to be I, terrible I, for him. Okay. I took a picture I, of the guy who I, doesn't know who I am. I, I, I just was like, all right, well, clearly he's someone and my parents are going to tell me who he is. No idea. Uh, if they had no idea, but no, they knew who it was. As soon as they saw it, they're like, dude, you're you don't know who that is. I'm like, when have you seen me watch football with you guys at all? That reminds me of the, the the guy on the plane who sent who took a photo with someone next to him because the guy next to him was talking to him and said, "Take a photo of us and send it to your daughter. She's gonna love it." And it was Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks from a bar of soap. He had no idea. How do you not know who Tom Hanks is? Uh, so mine uh, a bit different to the stories you've got. My best interaction was uh with the yeah. singer the original singer from suicide silence mitch lucker i got on stage drank vodka with him screamed a little bit and got off stage it was just a fucking really cool moment uh with one of my vocal heroes uh that was just so incredible especially because he died like a month later so that was huge he had a motorbike crash and died in hospital unfortunately so that was huge that's why i had the all seeing eye there that is a little, like a little dedication to him uh the Worst meeting ever is hard to figure out because there's a couple now. Uh, one of the ones that I still... I, it's kind of a good meeting, but also a bad one. Is I met the drummer from System of the Down. Oh. But, and I, of course, I'm like, this, this guy owns comic shops and stuff. This guy loves nerdy stuff. When I met him, I've walked straight up to him because he's just sitting by himself. And I'm like, hey, man, like, love your music because i did i was trying not to freak out I'm like i love your music but i also love what you do for the comic community and stuff like that and his response was like yeah and then someone just walks in front of me and was like he's not up for talking that was it that was the whole interaction and this is in a vip meeting area where only people from bands and stuff are allowed the only reason i'm in there is because me and my friends were so lucky that we looked like we're in a band. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's why we were there. So we were in there. We literally, and other than that moment, we got drunk with the guys from Still Panther and our mate, Mrs., uh, made out with the bass player mm. and, like, we took photos. It was just fucking hilarious. Uh, the singer from Pretty Reckless, we had drinks with her, talked to her. She was absolutely lovely. Um there's just fuckloads of musicians and stuff. It's just absurd. So, wait, I want, I want, yeah. Steel Panther, do they yeah. drink as much as one would assume Steel Panther would drink? Well, the bass player definitely was. I don't know who else was there. I can't remember talking to the others, but the bass player was like literally standing with us as a group, and like drinking and partying. Do, like, do, they, do they drink and party as much as you would expect? Oh, look, I even <laughs> think for what was happening, this was fairly tame. I feel like it could have escalated. But because of other musicians and other people being there that were a bit kind of snooty, it was talking. Yeah, and oh, I man. fucking love that band, and they were the yeah the drummer and that was just very. Oh yeah, wanky. speak speak about bad bands. I take back my bad answer, like my bad interaction. I did have a bad interaction with the band Twenty One Pilots. Uh, we found them on a the street, and Anisa was freaking out. I didn't recognize them because i've never seen their face oh my god more white guys <laughs> yeah and, and then like one of them came up to me and said sorry we're not doing autographs or photos today i'm like i don't even know who you are <laughs> <laughs> see i was expecting i was thinking like ashraf did you guys walk up and bother them while they were in their casual time i'm like oh, oh. that's it's actually the complete opposite they just assumed yeah, they just assumed. Like, Anissa was freaking out, but like, she wasn't talking to them. <laughs> I've only ever met one band, and that was my favorite band, and got a photo and an autograph. And I was. Who, who's your favorite band? You've mentioned you haven't said who. Oh, the Pet Shop Boys. Oh, okay. Oh my God, the Pet Shop Boys don't have a Funko Pop. I thought they do. 
They do. No, right? they do. Oh, okay. Yeah, they do, yeah, yeah they I was, do, I was yeah. talking about gold dust as well. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, sorry. We have actually completely run out of time. This has <laughs> been an awesome episode. Uh, I want to say, check out obviously yeah, me, Chris, Connor, and Ashraf doing comic things. Comic but yeah, yeah. Adelaide comic, uh, Adelaide toy collector, toy collector, yeah, toy collector. <laughs> check out Chris. Uh, Chris, is there anything you're doing that you want to do a quick shout out for or anything like that? I've, I mean, tell us about the the prize that people could be winning and whatever. Yeah, else. so 750 subscriber giveaway on my YouTube channel, Adelaide Toy Collector, obviously. Um, if you go on the latest video um, where it announces the giveaway, there's a hashtag. You've got to watch the video before you put that in. I'm going to draw that Sunday night. Uh, a couple of weeks' time, I'll be going to Perth to MC Supernova. Um, so some awesome new videos will be coming out soon. I've got some mystery boxes on the way. I'm going to be filming some new content at Collect the World. I'm looking forward to the Mega Toy Fair, which is this weekend at yes. the showgrounds. So I'm I, there working for Collect the World. I'll show up, maybe. I'm hoping yeah, so. Maybe I'll I'll kind of got a plan. Yeah, I'm trying. We should probably um, talk about if we're all going to show up and maybe carpool or something. <laughs> uh, I'll be. I've got a group that will be doing the Broom Brooms if it's happening. And you that guys at the next Adelaide Comic and Toy Fair, you guys will assume you'll be doing your yes, podcast. I may have to pop yeah. by and October. Oh, yeah. come by and have a quick chat on the podcast if you'd like me to. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Come by, yeah. Come and yeah. have a chat for a couple of minutes between uh, selling Funko Pops. Try convince Sam to buy one. Uh yeah. Oh, good, good luck with that. that. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, you'd be stuck if they made a spawn and if they made um, Street Sharks, you'd be stuffed. Oh, I'd be fucked. Yeah. Great shots more so than Spawn, probably. Right. I, I heard that Sam was also after a G.I. Joe Snake Eyes. All right. This is fine to end it. Thank you, everyone, for listening and yeah. watching. You're really lovely, Chris. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. Thank you for being here. Am I stopping the video? I'm, I'm, this, yeah. Connor, everything's happening. Connor, yeah? Shut this the fuck down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>